Welcome to Clarity Call to Cash podcast. Today we are discussing the trend that is on top of the agenda for many leaders. And this trend is how to transition from selling products to selling services. And selling services uh, is all about providing experience and value to our customers. Uh, this value in the form of uh, services uh, is increasing customer loyalty and creating recurring revenue streams and also disrupting the competitive landscape. Our guest today is driving technology innovation in the area of services business monetization. Uh, Boris Aljancic is product lead for subscription billing product management in SAP and helping SAP customers uh, shifting their business model from product-focused to solution-focused customer-centric approach. Boris, great to have you on the show. Maybe in the beginning you could introduce yourself a little bit in more details. Thank you, Sergey, for having me. Um, yeah, I started at SAP quite a long time ago, in 99, actually. Yeah, so I started as a consultant and um, in the early days already working together with telcos, with telco companies. So uh, gathering experience with subscription-based business models. And uh, that kind of shaped me through, the, through, through all these years at SAP. Then I joined, um, or I, I uh, switched from consulting to product management. And um, I've been working now in the past years, uh, especially in the cloud area, working on the, on the SaaS application, SAP subscription billing, which is a, which is a yeah, software as a service enabling companies to very quickly introduce uh, subscription models, you know, and, and really starting moving into subscription business. Okay. I, I think that your uh, background with telcos uh, is extremely important to the topic that we're discussing today. Because these industries has experienced this transformation a long time ago, and I think that they are uh, like all the best practices that uh, we have today for the subscription business is basically coming from the telco experience and being adopted by the, by the manufacturing and the high tech companies. Um, good. So um, when we look at the uh, this transitioning from the product to subscription, and uh, I think that uh, the major thing here is uh, how do we translate the value to our customers through, through the services that we are selling? And uh, how do you see this uh, typical typical transition uh, could get initiated like from the typical product-oriented organization perspective? How, what should they do? How should they act uh, in order to start, to start selling services and transition to that? Yeah, that's a good question. So we see that some industries, they are very familiar and experienced with subscription business, right? Like telcos, utilities, media. But on the other side, there are many industries like uh, manufacturing, consumer products, which are not yet so familiar with subscription business. And, and they are now really moving into into that space, exploring new business models. And uh, what we see, and that's also, I think, recommendable, that uh, it's not like a black or white thing. It's not like today I'm selling products and tomorrow I'm a service provider. So it's really like a journey. It's a roadmap. And uh, 
in the beginning, what we see, what many customers are doing who are on this, on this path to become a service provider in the end. So they, they uh, think about services, complementary services to their products. Yeah. And this is, of course, depending on the product you are selling. It could be uh, consumables as a service. Yeah? Think about the printer. You still sell your printer, but on top you have a consumables as a service based on a subscription. Or let's say you are, you are selling machines. Yeah. So in the recent years with the developments in, in IOT and, and having a lot of sensors within your machine, you can offer now uh, access to a dashboard yeah, and predictive maintenance services also based on a subscription um, on top of your machine. So there are many ways on how you can add services on top of your classic product line yeah? or software as a service is also a good example, right? So just that's probably the easiest yeah? that you can on top of your of your product line uh, offer complementary uh, uh, software as a service. Yes, I think that uh, this is a valid point, uh, especially I, I think that, well, most of the uh, companies who are selling products, they're already having services in their portfolio. Because if we look at the maintenance, uh, if we look at the SLAs related to the product performance, a lot of the companies are providing this complementary, uh, meaning they are not monetizing that, it's just improving, increasing the value um, of the product that they're selling. But some of the companies, they are already selling these services. So I think that if we uh, look at this uh, long-term strategy of transitioning, I think that uh, it is already uh, worth to think about existing services portfolio and how this portfolio is extending the value that you are providing with the product and how you could build even more value introducing the additional services, right? Absolutely. I mean, um, what we see now is, is that more and more companies are kind of bundling together different offering types yeah, to become a holistic solution provider. So it's not just about selling hardware or services or even subscription-based uh, services. It's like the whole package. Yeah. Um, so being able to, to create a very nice package and a tailored package, which fits the best to your customer. And it, it can be, you know, hardware, consumables, software, um, subscriptions, everything. Uh, okay, so, but um, I think that we, if we look at the uh, typical, like, ser servitization maturity stages, uh, selling the product that is this bundle, this package, uh, based on the outcome is kind of, you know, the, the top of the pyramid. So this is something where we, uh, like, on the journey to, to that. And uh, what do you think would be the appropriate uh, way to achieve that? So I, I liked your um, comment in regards to the IoT devices and uh, all the different types of the sensors that are measuring and collecting data uh, because it is providing a lot of valuable information. And based on that information, we could think about how to improve existing service because we understand how the, the service being consumed yeah. by the customer and what additional services we could provide on top that would, again, increase the value? 
So how exactly. how do you see this uh, this journey, this path, basically that would get company from selling maintenance today to selling this package and bundle? How would you would describe this? Yeah, as I said, so it is really about it's very use case specific and it depends really on on the product you are selling today so it's more like a step-by-step -step approach right so you are starting with with uh complementary services and then you gather experience and you have your, a direct relationship already with your with your customers right so this is what we see and and probably you even can start in some countries first to, to, to gather this kind of experience. Uh, and I really encourage you to test and experiment. Yeah? So we have customers who, who started, who, who really did not know in the beginning yeah, whether this is really accepted by the market. So they tested it out in, 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 a, in a selected country. And based on that experience, they kind of... Uh, adapted their offering, their, their services, and, and then they rolled it out to further countries. And, and again, they are gathering more feedback and can add even more services or adapt their services to, to fit even better. So, so it, it's really a journey, as I said. It's not like a, a black and white thing, you know? Yes, I, I, I like the idea. And I think that in this way, you could really understand the implications that uh, this uh, transition is bringing to your business and uh, find a good way to address that. Uh, I think that, uh, well, if we look at the two different models, I mean, from my perspective, we, we have the huge change that should be made in the organization when we are uh, switching to selling services. And uh, this change starts from the the way how we sell, what we sell, who would be our customers, who would get the most value out, out of what we are selling, basically out of our service. So uh, how do you see your customers are like addressing this, like a part of the piloting the, the model, uh, as you mentioned. So what other important components you see that should be uh, addressed really in, in, this, in this process of transformation? Yeah, I think you, you mentioned a good point. So I think some people just underestimate the organizational changes and, and also kind of the mindset changes, right? So um, when you transition into subscription-based business models, then you have also have to adjust, I would say, probably... Um, like incentives, yeah? how to incentivize now your own sales force or partners so that the, that the services um, are really nicely getting into the market so that it's being picked up. So that's something I definitely um, see as, as, um, as a point which needs to be addressed yeah? quite early in the process. So it's not just offering a service, it's really to to have everyone on board, like the own sales force, the partners, so that everyone really uh, fully understands what it's about and understands your journey and is able to sell that to customers. Yes, uh, and I think that this is this is one of the components, but then uh, if we're looking at this uh, from the 
technology perspective that is enabling this transformation. So I think that, uh, and, and I think that it's overall, overall the trend and the reason why we're having this trend right now, because we have all this nice technology in place. We mentioned already the IoT that is dramatically affecting this process because it is giving us new capabilities. Uh, but then if we look at this from the technology perspective, and uh, since you are uh, leading the, the, the product, uh, so what would you see would be the important components for the organizations that would enable this from the technology perspective? Yeah, so I think uh, now I get um, I guess the question a bit better. So it's about, well, let me rephrase this. It's like if you want to explore into subscription-based business models, what is required for you to do it from a technology point of view, right? So, and, and I think here, um, the good news is that especially SAP provides a set of cloud-based applications and SaaS components, which you can nicely pick and, and um, integrate with your existing backend. So what we see is that many customers, they actually really want to be on the market very quickly. So quick go to market is key but with minimum um, impact on the current backend. Yeah? So it, it independent of, of what the backend you're using, um, customers are looking for ways how to be able to run subscription-based business models. And this is why, um, and this is one of the key aspects we did at SAP when we developed SAP subscription billing as one component of the end-to-end -end quote to cash solution uh, for subscription-based business models, right? And it is very easy and very um, quick to integrate subscription billing as a cloud-based SaaS application with your backend. And subscription billing um, gives you all the capabilities to define subscription products, to manage um, your subscriptions and to compute regularly uh, charges based on consumption in, in pay-per-use models, for example. But that's probably not the end, right? So uh, you may also need to connect that with a front office application, for example, a web shop, right? So for example, with SAP Commerce, so that, that, you, that, that the, yeah, the consumers, the subscribers can easily find the offering and can subscribe to those services, right? And, and uh, so SAP provides here a set of applications which are very nicely pre-integrated out of the box. Uh, and customers can really choose and pick what is required and come to market very, very quickly. Okay, so um, if I may rephrase a little bit, so the this uh, product set is giving you this agility, basically that allows you to accelerate the, the go-to-market process. Because I think that uh, uh, a lot of the companies, I mean, who are already selling services without having this technology in place, they uh, manage to sell it somehow. But I think that the huge difference here is like having this end-to-end -end flow uh, that is allowing you to develop your product, to grow your services portfolio and bring it to market quickly. And then we have some, some certain uh, also implications on the backend side when it comes to the revenue recognition, for example. 
because subscription products and services uh, are getting recognized in, in a different way. And I think that this is also another aspect for, for the companies to consider when they are planning this transition on how to really manage the growing services portfolio and, and how to ensure that this is process starting from the getting product to the market, uh, ending up with uh, getting revenue recognized properly is streamlined and automated, right? Absolutely. That, that's fully correct. So, and this is why I, I mentioned this end to end process chain for solution business. Um, it, it can start with a web shop like SAP commerce, then the main subscription engine, SAP subscription billing. But of course, uh, in financials, uh, you also need to adapt. And you mentioned revenue recognition, right? Or the ability to, to create invoices, regular invoices with all those price elements, yeah, recurring charges, pay-per-use elements, discounts. So all of that needs to be reflected on the invoice. It needs to be processed properly in your financials up to revenue recognition, exactly. And SAP provides end-to-end uh, -end capabilities uh, with this regards. And, and what also one other aspect, it's not just about quick go-to-market with your initial uh, offering. So in the beginning of this session, we talked about that, that it's a journey, right? And, and customers, especially if they move into subscription business, they want to experiment. So it's also about adaptation, a lot of adaptation, right? So experimenting, is it, um, do you, do you want to offer your service on a pay per use? model or is it more a recurring subscription model or is it a combination right so it's a lot of tweaking around and and, and until you find the one price model which is really picked up by the market and that's important that you that you're running on a technology or a solution which enables you to quickly adapt your offerings Yes, and I think that uh, also you, you touched a very important point about the pricing and uh, how to really define the price, especially if you, in the beginning, you are selling the product. And uh, uh, in most cases, this is the cost-based pricing model. And uh, you are transitioning into the long-term contract uh, where you are bundling the set of services with your core product offering. And you should really understand from one side what is the end value that customer is getting from that. And from the other side, what would be the price point would, that would be relevant and that customer would, would be willing to pay, taking into consideration the outcome he receives from your product. And uh, I think that this is also uh, the very important component on how to, to uh, analyze your set of services uh, that you are providing and really to define this, this pricing and finding the right, right pricing model for the, for the subscription service. Absolutely, fully agree. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, if we uh, discuss this um, from the perspective of, uh, we, we have defined that in, the services are increasing, dramatically increasing the value of the core product offering. So what would be, from your perspective, the benefits from the side of the manufacturing company that starts selling services. So it's clear the benefit from the customer, but what would be from your perspective, the, the core benefits that um, 
organization transitioning to the services and bundling their core offering with the with the with the service portfolio what are they getting at the end yeah you mentioned the manufacturing industries right so i think the advantages there are several advantages i mean during uh, the covid crisis yeah, we have seen that companies who already run subscription based business models that their business was much more resilient right so it's it's because contracts have been set up already and and it, it's much easier to fulfill an existing contract than to i would say go on a daily basis out and and find new buyers for your for your products right so the subscription based business models is in general more resilient your revenues are much more predictive right but also in your um in your relationship with your customers i see here a, a, a huge potential to increase loyalty and to have a better relationship with with the with the customers and especially the users who are using your products and that gives you a lot of insight in how your products are being used and you can work then on on really tailored services to to improve the usage of of your uh, machines for example right and so it's a combination of the iot and the sensor so getting inside it's it's not just uh, giving that back to customers but also to learn much more about how the customers are using it and then of course uh, with with this insight uh, you can you can um, tweak your services and, and offer complementary add-ons to to yeah, to keep your customers happy right so that they renew the subscription at the end yeah so uh you are absolutely right from my perspective this uh, uh journey to subs subscription service uh, provider is all about really having this uh, ongoing connection with the customer and really understand uh, the customer and see uh, how the customers are consuming and what the value are they getting at the end. And I think that this is an extremely good uh, model in the sense that you are able to constantly adjust and improve uh, because I think that in the essence, we are justifying this value on the monthly basis to make sure that the customer extend uh, our services and continue paying for them. And uh, this is like, from my perspective, this is a huge competitive advantage because you are constantly making sure that your customers are happy. I mean, another aspect is that uh, in some areas, in some markets, especially for high priced products, you may uh, face some saturations, you know what I mean? So, so uh, in life science industries, for example, where uh, maybe all the big hospitals, as an example, already have purchased uh, your top line X-ray solution. Yeah, so there's kind of a saturation. And, and and how can you increase the addressable market? And that's where this as a service is a huge potential. So instead of selling your your maybe expensive products, you can you can offer it as a service so that also smaller customers can afford it, yeah? and they may then pay. Uh, pay per use for the model yeah? so though so that's what we see is that that um, many customers actually use subscription business to increase the addressable market for their product lines 
Yes, I think that, uh, well, the perfect example of uh, this approach is uh, what Amazon and Microsoft is doing uh, with, with the cloud services that they're providing, where uh, basically you get the uh, availability of uh, getting the most uh, uh, advanced service and services on the market and pay for just how much you used. And I think that uh, this is an extremely scalable model, uh, as we see from that experience. And uh, I think it's definitely uh, should be adopted by many companies in the market. Yeah, we see that uh, in, in many industries right now. Um, and it's, 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 it's really interesting that, um, I mean, we are approached by companies where you would never think that uh, this could be an option for for a subscription-based service, but but now uh, with the technology in place, you really can think about turning everything in a service, right? And um, when you think about it, that you can turn really everything in a service, then there are so many, there's so many potential and so many ideas, how you can really increase, as I said, the addressable market, how you can reach to customers which you could not reach before just by selling the physical product, for example. Yes, yeah, so I think that uh, we've seen many examples on the market, like uh, uh, air conditioning as the service and rotation as the service and uh, all, all different types of the service models that uh, honestly is, is hard to imagine uh, that it is possible, but uh, a lot of a lot of businesses are already monetizing this model uh, and and are very successful in first of all uh, increasing the value for their existing customer base and also uh, approaching new customer segments. Um, yeah, absolutely. Very good. So um, uh, thank you very much, Boris, for for this conversation. I think that. Uh, this is uh, bringing a lot of value for, for many companies out there who are thinking about the how to introduce the services model, how to transition, uh, how to become more competitive and more successful in the market. Uh, I really appreciate uh, this conversation. Thank you very much. Thank you.